of the Defeat of Jesse James Days. And we have some of the organizers joining us right now in our studios to talk about some of the special things that we have uh, going on this year. We have uh, General Chair uh, Galen Mollica. Good morning, Galen. Good Thank morning, you so Jeff. much for joining us. Sandy Vesladal is with us. Good morning. And you're with the Clydesdales? Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll yeah. get to that. And, and Tim, we've got a few things to talk to you about. Uh, Tim Freeland is with us as well. Yeah. Hi, Jeff. Hi, everybody. Uh, boy, 75 years. Looking forward to this. It's a, a big anniversary. Uh, let's. Why don't you talk us through, and either one of you, uh, maybe Galen, you're the one. Pull that microphone a little bit closer to you, though, when you do. Um, talk about... You know, a year ago, you know the 75th is coming this year. It's a big anniversary. When did you start planning some maybe some special things? uh... Probably five years ago. (laughs) (laughs) It's a big one. It's a big one. Yeah, yeah, so, you know, it's it's busy and uh, 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 just in general in a regular year. But then you add some 75th or 75th uh, anniversary stuff on top of it. A lot of fun things. A lot of... um, enhanced um uh, uh parts of the celebration mm-hmm. and tim will get to the uh horseshoe hunt uh you know there's enhanced horseshoe hunt there's the clydesdales coming um just some other various enhanced uh things throughout the, the weekend All like right. the horseshoe hunt going <laughs> to the biggest payout ever that kind of thing now listen i guess we can start off with the horseshoe hunt now, that's the first kind of event do we have anything going on before then yeah, the golf tournament. Well, the golf tournament. The golf tournament was this past Monday. All right. Yeah. Yep. How did everything they, go there? They had a really. I talked to Mal the other day, and he said they had a great turnout. Um, raised some money, which is always good. We need that for the seventy fifth this year because we've got some added expenses. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Um, no, they had a, a good day by the sounds of it. Now, coming up, the next thing is the uh, spaghetti dinner, mm-hmm. actually, uh, which is Wednesday, and that is for the. Uh, the uh, candidates, correct? So meet the candidates. Uh, you can come out. Uh, all the candidates will get up and tell you something about their cells. It's really a, a fun event. Uh, come out and support them, and the spaghetti is awesome. It's out at the Northfield <laughs> Ballroom. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, come on out Wednesday and check it out. Mm-hmm. What, what time was that on Wednesday, the spaghetti? Uh, I think it's 530, 5.30, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And Sounds then the right. program, I believe, is at 6.30. All right. right. And it's, it is, it's a great opportunity to meet the uh, uh, young people who are uh, running for the ambassador program. And we're going to be meeting them Monday and Tuesday uh, right here on KYMN Radio at 9 o'clock. There's right. 10 of them this year. Right, right. Wow, so it uh, there is definitely a lot of interest. And uh, being a, an ambassador for the uh, Defeat Days and for your hometown, that's a, I've always thought that was a neat thing. I'm glad young people are still interested well, in that. Well, even the candidates, they've, they've gotten involved. They were, uh, last week we had them delivering the brochures to the downtown businesses so they're out and helping with things yep yeah, they stopped there. <laughs> and you know you know i kind of put it together that uh, a couple of years ago that coronation which used to be in august jeff remember you used you used to do that with wayne i believe mm-hmm. um w- by having that coronation sunday after brilliant whoever thought of this all those candidates can be there all weekend throughout the celebration to help mm-hmm. out with things yeah and they're actually partaking in it whereas before we would have you know just the chosen people that were uh 
the quote-unquote winners, <clears throat> and they would be doing everything. But like last year, I'm like, wow, we have all these candidates that can help out mm-hmm. at all these events officially, and they get to experience it even if they don't win. So they can say, I was you know, I- involved. So I-, I-, I love how it's been changed to Sunday. Plus yeah. it adds some volunteers, too. <laughs> That's just <laughs> some of our events that, that yeah. are badly needed. Yeah. That was a decision by Julie and the, the coronation committee. Right. Nice yep, work, It was Julie. a really good idea. And Julie's done such – everybody on that committee has done just oh, such absolutely. a wonderful job with the ambassador program. It just Very keeps hard on, working. Yeah. Um, you know, those young people go and um, after the ambassadors are selected, you know, they, they make about 80 appearances throughout the year. That's and a that's a lot of representing the, the, of the city of Northfield of the defeat of Jesse James Day celebration. Mm-hmm. And it's a lot of, you know, hopefully for them, it's a lot of fun, too. Right. And it'll create a summer, uh, really a year that they won't forget. Right. Absolutely. And, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, we always send um, uh, one of the ambassadors gets selected and goes on to the Minneapolis Aquatennial. Mm-hmm. And we've had so far... I think three. Yeah, I if think I'm three. not mistaken. Yeah. Three. Um, and then Winter Carnival. That's a whole nother. Right. You know, the, yeah. We've had three uh, young people be um, uh, the Aquatennial Queen, and um, we've had a couple ambassador or um, uh, princesses mm-hmm. uh, for the Aquatennial, and then we've had one participant in the the um, Winter Carnival crew. Mm-hmm. So. Boy, very impressive uh, history. Right. And really, that goes back for so many years. There's been generations of people that have just kind of built that program into what it is now. And right. Julie and everybody involved uh, have a lot to be proud of. And I, I'm always impressed how they continue on mm-hmm. after their year is up to volunteer and be involved in the committee. <clears throat> you know, the, the families, the Malikas, and some people that have a lot of, a lot of different kids that are involved, they're still there. And it's a nice way to get them introduced to the committee and what happens and get them interested and they come back. I think, you know, the, these boys and girls or, or, or young men and women that go to the 80 stops, think about that as experience as a, a mm-hmm. young adult to get done and having, having gone around the state of Minnesota to 80 stops to it, to, I mean, who's gone to 80 different cities and seen their parades? <laughs> yeah, you met the right. people and, and experienced the whole cultural aspect of it. Good stuff. Well, yep, and sure. the friendships that they make throughout mm-hmm. the years uh, with the other uh, communities, um, ambassadors. Mm-hmm. Um, some great friendships that have been formed. And, Absolutely. And, uh, especially at the Aquitennial and Winter Carnival. Now, one of the things I'm going to be looking forward to uh, this year with the celebration is uh, the same thing I was uh, looking forward to back in 2006 or whenever the last time. The Budweiser Clydesdales are in town. They're coming uh, back. Yeah. You know, you think it's it's like, for me, it's kind of like you see bald eagles. You know, I see them all the time and it never gets old. It's it always doesn't. really no. cool to see a bald eagle. And, and the uh, Clydesdales are that way. This is what, the fourth this time? This will be the fourth time. Yep. Yeah. That they're that they've been here. And are you are you in charge? Are you the ringmaster of the? Uh, no, <laughs> not yes. anywhere near that. Yes. I I'm just the contact on the committee. That's what I am. But you put in hours on this. Well, not really. Yeah. <laughs> well, the people who have put in hours. Actually, we need to give a huge shout out to. Uh, uh, Christopher and Jim and Natalie out at College City Beverage, the owners of College City Beverage, um, for bringing the Clydesdales back. Mm-hmm. I know it's a lot that they they put into this um, to bring them here. 
And they've been a huge supporter of ours for many, many years. And, you know, we just appreciate them so much. The other person we need to give a shout out to out at College City is John Pumper. He is actually my contact at College City in working with the Clydesdale appearance. Mm-hmm. And he has put in hours and hours. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize <laughs> how popular it. these horses are. Oh, yeah. Uh, when we, we posted it to the, the website and the social media and the comments and just the the stats of people clicking on that. You, you, I was looking at the website. I do the website too. And here's like our normal traffic. And the day we posted the Clydesdales, it's like, it's huge. We had a nice spike. So people love Well, that. and I think that post, I think last time I looked at had been shared over 500 times. Yep. Yep. <laughs> so, wow. yep. You, yep. Uh, that right there. Yeah. Yep. People love those. They love them. Yeah. And somebody commented which Dalmatian will be sitting there. They don't do that, do they? <laughs> to bring, bring the Dalmatian like uh, in the commercials. They have in the past. Yeah, they so have. I'm, yeah, I'm really. guessing they oh. will. <clears throat> yep. It just gets um, better. They're not actually going to be staying in Norfield this time. Okay. Um, because they're making some other appearances other places while they're here okay uh, they're going to actually be uh, housed at the scott county fairgrounds um so there will be two opportunities for people to see them uh, the first one is going to be friday night at the rodeo that's september 8th and they're going to be doing what they call a meet and greet this it won't be the full eight horse hitch that night it'll be one or two of the clydesdales uh they'll be there from seven thirty to nine thirty. And it'll be a great opportunity uh, for people to get to see the horses up close mm-hmm. um, and take pictures. And Friday night is our uh, salute to, the, to first responders night. And that's when we invite all the first responders in the area to come out and we recognize them at intermission of the rodeo. And during that time when all the first responders are out in the arena being recognized, they'll bring the, the horses out mm-hmm. as well. So um, it'll be really a cool opportunity to take a picture. We're going to take a a group photo with them and the Clydesdales. And the reason for tying the Clydesdales into First Responders Night is um, the Clydesdales, the Budweiser Clydesdales, they partnered with a nonprofit group called Folds of Honor. They provide scholarships to families of fallen or disabled military and first responders. And over the last 13 years, uh, Anheuser-Busch has donated... Uh, 21.7 million dollars to folds of honor so with that in mind we thought um, we felt it it was only appropriate to have the Clydesdales be there on first responders night Mm -hmm. so it'll be a great opportunity people can get a a cool picture of the Clydesdales lined up with the one or two of the Clydesdales with the first responders in the arena so so that'll be really fun will will they be marching with a wagon as well there won't be a wagon there that night will there be at any yes so the other opportunity people will get to see the Clydesdales which will be with the full eight horse hitch Mm -hmm. wagon in all of its glory uh, will be during the parade on Sunday and that's September 10th Um, They are actually going to be leading off the parade right behind the color guard. Mm -hmm. And then following them will be their three large semis (laughs) that they use to transport them in, which those are impressive alone. (laughs) So you want to get to, if you want to see the Clydesdales, you'll get a close-up view of them during the parade. Uh, You want to get there and get your spot to sit early because they're going to be, like I said, the first thing down the parade route right behind the color guard. So. Um, it'll be a great opportunity and get a close-up picture of, of the whole Clydesdale hitch. So it'll and be really fun. Y- you know, I recall uh, the first time they came to town back in the 90s, mm-hmm. watching them march, uh, not in the parade, but I, I think they just came down Division Street. They uh, did, by, yeah. By themselves, and they turned around right in the middle of the street. Like on a dime. And, yeah, it's, it's crazy. like, okay, that whole rig is yep. like 
50 feet. That's longer it's amazing than the street is wide yeah. and they can still do that they, uh, they, they precision. Turn, turn on a dime yeah, yeah. really yeah. yeah they did it out at the rodeo one year too when they were out there that was just wow. it's crazy yeah i do have a statistic on, do on that yes <laughs> um that has to do with with the the hitch drivers what um Driving the combined 12 tons of wagon and horses requires expert skill and physical strength. The 40 pounds of lines held by the driver plus the tension of the horse's pulling creates a weight of more than 75 pounds. So you got to be pretty strong to to be the guy that drives (laughs) (laughs) drives those horses. (laughs) That's cool. That's pretty cool. Yep, yep. Um, right. So yeah, so we're really, really excited. Um, it's um, very nostalgic, you know. They it started Absolutely, the Clydesdales yeah. in 1933, hmm, so there's some history. Yeah. There. This is their 90th wow. anniversary. They're celebrating too. So the Clydesdales are celebrating 90 years. We're celebrating 75 years. So we're going to do it together. Boy, and that's <laughs> uh, you know that is it's amazing. The Anheuser Busch people have to put a lot of money in that. That is not a cheap hobby no. to have. Correct. Uh, and then to, to cart them around everywhere, uh, you know, in, in, in trucks and have them visit all over the nation. That's, uh, and they have to have, they have how many, how many of those horses do they have? I mean, it's like dozens of they, them I think uh, they outside of St. Louis. Three, they th- three crews and um, three. I think there's mm-hmm. three separate hitches, yes. I believe. Yes. That's yes. And they heard, send, yeah. um, there's 10 horses that go when they travel out. So there's eight for the hitch and then two spares that mm-hmm. they bring along. Um so that's at least 30. And then they have the young ones that they're, they're bringing right. up. And wow, pretty impressive. Absolutely. Impressive. Well, they, they have yeah. their own breeding farms and, yeah. and everything because they're yeah, very they specific, which, you know, horses qualify to be one. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. Um, All so, right. So, yeah, but a, a big, huge thank you to College City Beverage because it's not a cheap endeavor for them to bring them here for us yeah. either. So we're... Like I said, we we are so thrilled and so excited. And when I see the Clydesdales, I get goosebumps, mm-hmm. and I just nope. <laughs> I'm like a little kid when I see them. I love them. <laughs> Good stuff. I'm very honored with College City doing this. Yeah. yeah. Let's, uh, Tim. While you're here, there's a couple of things I want to, at least a couple of things I want to uh, touch on you about. Uh, number one is I, I've seen on social media. Tim Tim's a social media guy. I'm really not, but <laughs> you post enough for, for for me to actually see every now and then oh, when I, I want to go on. I want to reel you in, John. Yeah, I'm trying you, to get you, you interested. You do that, yeah. but uh, you and your dad have been out cleaning some graves and such, the headstones and such. Isn't that weird? <laughs> yeah, they are weird, weird people, right? Yeah, yeah, we are weird. Yeah, but I'll tell you what. It is. People love it. Mm-hmm. Just seeing this process, and, and I'll get to that in a second. Just backing up a minute, your question about when did we start this? We were at our annual, so uh, if you don't know, everybody on the committee, uh, we, we celebrate as a committee, and we have an annual banquet in mm-hmm. November. At the end of the year. Yep. At the end of the year. And I was doing some trivia, and, and, and Galen says, hey, Tim, we, we got to do something special next year for the 75th. And we kind of just started to talk about it then. So last November, and I started to think, boy, what could we do with the button, with the art, with the branding? So we had, you know, this uniform uh, branding that, uh, by all means, that Ronica would mm-hmm. would help. And, and between her and I, and and actually my daughter Riley, who's who is in graphic design, she's in college. She did the art of the Scriver Building. She we found the 1910 version 
uh, and the right angle that she used as uh, kind of that template. So we came up with that theme and the button first. Um, it's a little hard to see on the brochure in front of you, Jeff, but we've got this night and day, kind of the celebration at night and all the fun that happens, you know, during the entertainment center and during the rodeo and everything that happens at night. Mm-hmm. And then there's the daytime, the raid reenactment. So we kind of have this celebration with nighttime festivities and daytime festivities and, you know, having that uh, art have the actual stick figure, our trademark logo that was retouched and just kind of Veronica went in just stitch by stitch and line by line and cleaned that graphic up and it's nice and crisp and clean it's on the button it's on the brochure so 75th happens and we start thinking what can we do what kind of fun stuff and that tied in perfectly with my dad and I you know he he uh, likes to get out both of both he and I and 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 walk graveyards the history and everything and uh, we realized there's a bunch of stones started in Oakland that needed some help that looked like they were damaged. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got permission from the board, and uh, we went in and we did our research. If you, and I, this is where I find out on YouTube there are all these people that clean these stones and post them, and it's got this really rewarding feeling when you use a special product. It's uh, developed for the Arlington National Cemetery. It's a chemical that kills uh, algae and bacteria mm-hmm. um lichen mold all of that that collects on the stones it you put this it's called d2 you put that on the stone and you let it sit and over the next couple of weeks it gets brighter and brighter as it gets deeper into the stone mm-hmm. and kills out that algae so we use that and we started doing some of those and it's we found some ones that were broken and laid down and we reset them and you know you put this chemical on and you scrub it and it's it's biodegradable, by the way. And you, you put the water, you spray the water, and it's just this reveal. It just is amazing. And then it only gets better with time. So anyways, fast forward the Haywood stone, and there's some lichen and some uh, stuff that can grow, and it can damage the stone. The lichen mm-hmm. kind of eats away at the stone. So we go in, and we start working on Haywood stone, and then Maddie, uh, uh, his daughter, is is right in front of him there. So there's the two stones, and boy, it's just that that. That D2 worked miracles, and we went back and we scrubbed and scrubbed. And, you know, that, that's higher. That, that obelisk stone mm-hmm. is higher it's than what tall. you think. So yep. we bring our ladders, and the birds like to sit on top, and you know yes. what birds do. Oh, so yes. so, so we, we go back, and before the Haywood uh, ceremony, we'll be going back and climbing up top and scrubbing the top of that stone. That was a lot of fun, and it just it looks great. And with um, I, who is it that's donating the flowers? Or, or helping with the flowers. There, there's a little flower bin. Simone the plant lady. Simone the plant <laughs> lady. Simone, sure. So there's beautiful flowers right there. It's a great spot. So Yeah, she's yeah. she's donated her time this summer to take care of the flowers out there. Carlton donates some, some money to pay for it and mm-hmm. then for for the actual flowers and then Simone has donated her time to, to take oh, care of them stuff. for us. So that's yeah. really nice. <clears throat> cool. And All and, right. and then and then there's the Raider trading cards. Do you want to talk about the Raider trading uh, sure. cards? <laughs> <laughs> this is this 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 took a lot of time. I'll tell you what. So in in uh, at the fiftieth anniversary of defeat back in nineteen uh, ninety eight, they did these trading cards, these little cards uh, with the Raider, and on the back it would say a little bit about that character, and then who they're portraying. So uh, per- mm-hmm. personally, you know, here's, here's trip to man. Here's a little bit about him. Here's uh Clell Miller who he played and here's about him. So people are putting the face with the name and it was really cool. Um, so, Hey, 75th, I threw the idea out and everybody was, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we started to get the pictures, you know, Bridget Hallcock and all the awesome pictures. 
so many. So I spent <laughs> days going through trying to find the best pictures. And a lot, you know, John Hellerud, he, he, he you know, doesn't have email. Uh, so I drove out there and I got to see John's farm, <laughs> sit down and, and you know, I, I got to spend some time. Went out to Wayne, Wayne Eddie's house and we, we went through. We went down, Wayne and I, believe it or not, went down into his basement. We got Wayne into his basement, and we were going through pictures and everything. We found some really good ones of Wayne and scanned that in. So just mm -hmm. the labor of love for these cards. And so back and forth with, with Engage Print and the designer over there, Sean, he just worked miracles. These cards are beautiful, and they're going to be a double-coated, UV, glossy, thick card, and we have 33 of them. So it's not just the Raiders. Mm -hmm. It's the Defenders, the townspeople. Um, walk in the street. We have a card for Haywood. We have a card for Wilcox and Bunker, the tellers that were in the bank. Um, it's it's. We even have memorial cards. We have uh, actually not memorial, but for retired Raiders, Al Qui uh, turns a hundred this year, and Al was uh, mm -hmm. he he played Cole Younger, so we've got his card. And uh, you know, so you know Wayne being retired, just those those Raiders chipped. You man. do have a memorial one for Chuck Deman. Oh yeah, yep. and Ch Chuck's got a great looking card, mm -hmm. and and. and uh, um, and Molly, Molly Demand, her her the back of her card has her and Jane, her mom Jane, on there mm -hmm. together in in costume. So these car, I just I look at them and the detail and the work and having Sandy proof it, my dad proof it, and everybody proofing it. Uh, Christian Hakala, he he went through and and he said you need a comma here. He did the he did the you know punctuation. So those cards are going to be printed. You'll be able to buy. Um, a set of all 33 at the museum store at the historical society. Uh, the Raiders are going to have hundreds to hand out. So they're going to be able to hand out their own card. And hopefully the kids will want to try to collect all 33 mm -hmm. and get them signed as well. You get them have signed. Them autograph. Yep. When Tim talks about the hours he put into it, he would e email me. I'd get up in the morning and I'd have an email from Tim at like two in the morning. I got insomnia. Will, will, will you proofread this? <laughs> <laughs> and, and she's like, maybe, no. maybe later, maybe later today. I got a 40 things on my plate. <laughs> Once again, we are talking with uh, Tim Freeland, Sandy Vesladal, and, and also Galen Malika about the defeat of Jesse James Day. It's the 75th anniversary. We've got all kinds of things going on for the, let me see, we talked about the buttons, talked about the training with headstones. We've got, uh, look, horseshoe hunt. Tim, mm. while, while you're on a roll there. I'm on a roll let, let, Let's get you rolling on that horseshoe hunt because uh, it's bigger and better than... Uh, and and, I, and different this and year. Different. I always want to make it unique. And so many people hunt. We get people from out of town that come down just because of the the purse. You know, mm -hmm. a lot of a lot. Of, did did you know there's forty over forty medallion hunts in the Twin Cities area within forty five minutes. You could go to 40 of these throughout the year. And some people, some some of these guys do. They love it. It's their hobby. Mm -hmm. And uh, this one um, pays out the most behind the $10,000 Winter Carnival. Mm -hmm. So I don't think we're ever going to get to 10000 But the, the committee pit, pitched in a little on top of our, our um, four sponsors for the Horseshoe Hunt, Cannon River Tree Service. Uh, we have Merchants Bank. We have um, Century 21, um, which was Professional Pride. So thank mm -hmm. you, Pete Mergens, on that. And then we have uh, Edina Realty, my boss, chipped in. And so between those four sponsors and the committee, we're giving away $2,075, and I had a special horseshoe made up, and uh, we used the same size and dimension and color, and 
uh, imprinted is the 2023 horse, Horseshoe Hunt winner, 75th DJJD anniversary. All of mm-hmm. that is on the horseshoe. It is so, on the horseshoe. I can verify that. You brought it, it with him. There it is. Here. And the people that uh, come down and hunt, they want to keep what they find. So they're called mm-hmm. keepers. You're supposed to find the medallion and keep the medallion. And we were the only hunt that did not let you keep what you find because we have the antique horseshoe that's gone out 25 times and come back 25 times. So... You're 26, we're going to deviate and let that person, whoever finds it, keep it. So that that will be a keeper. Will this be a keeper from here on out, or is this just a one-time thing? We'll, we will see. <laughs> we will see, because it's it's the tradition of the cast iron horseshoe, and, and uh, uh, I'd, I'd love to take that out, and I, that... that history of the three different you know it was frank franklin and betty lee before me and then uh jean jean uh, i think jean finger and, and chris mm-hmm. ellison started it back in 98 which was the 50th anniversary yeah, 25 years ago yeah yeah yep. a long time uh once again we were talking uh the defeat of jesse james days uh we have uh oh the edison lights you've done some sleuthing <laughs> You've been right, busy right. this year with defeat days. <laughs> I I started in January. I've been going. I've been in San, Sandy too. I mean, all all of us. Uh, in January, we started to look at at uh, what we can do. And this was one. If you look at the original 1949 um, Fran Hall pictures, thank mm-hmm. goodness Fran. We had a local photographer that uh, actually worked with that group that year. There's all these really cool pictures of all all the reenactors and people around town. He set them up in a studio and posed. He was also up on top of the first National Bank building shooting down during during that during that first raid reenactment on September 11th, um, 1948. You know, 75 years since that very first Jesse James Day during the two uh, during the two day fall festival. Um, there's great pictures from up looking on that first raid reenactment that we have. And, of course, last year we learned that KSTP had their kinescope uh, film, and we uh, got that uh, from the Minnesota Historical Society. That's on the defeat page as well. But um, anyways, having all those pictures let us see how they lit Bridge Square. And, Jeff, you as you come out of your office, there's a picture there where they're playing a game. I think he's throwing a ball, mm-hmm. um, that one. That's... I, I don't think they had street lights, maybe in 48, so they had to light downtown, and they had all the Edison bulbs. You can see them mm-hmm. hanging there, and as all the carnivals and the dance was going on that night, um, Bridge Square lit by Edison Edison bulbs. Well, when my daughter Kayla graduated, we had, we bought all these strings of lights uh, with Edison bulbs, really nice ones, and mm-hmm. they're just sitting there. I think I got five massive strands, so... I got my dad on board. I got a couple people on board that are going to help, and we're going to string out in Lightbridge Square like it was in 48. Wow. And uh, those Edison bulbs have made a comeback. Yeah, big time. And they're LED. Actually, yeah. yeah they're, and they look they look just like <clears throat> real ones, but they're LED. Ah, yeah. so if, cool if they, stuff. If they were an LED and I plug in 500 Edison real Edison bulbs, we'd probably take out <laughs> that little panel. <laughs> right. We, we'd have uh, Gary Fronick would be down quick yeah. trying to give us a new uh, circuit. Good thing we have his number in our phones, right? Yeah. yeah. Speed dial. Yeah. Uh, that was, that was another game. email from Tim one, one morning when I got up. Hey, I got this great idea last night. How about we hang Edison bulbs on Bridge Square. And I just threw it on Santa's like, okay. oh. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I just, I remember last year during Townie Night on Thursday night, there were so many people downtown. And I, I kind of had that vision because I thought, I can't believe nobody's hung some of those cool lights down here. And with all the people in that night, I thought it would be really cool if those were 
hung down there, and mm-hmm. I forgot about it until January. <laughs> and uh, and I saw all the light bulbs in my garage taking up space. <laughs> One thing on, yeah. on the button, um, the button is bigger this year, too. Oh, we yeah, didn't yeah. mention that. This the, this was kind of a big deal. Uh, uh, Jake O'Dell uh, at the high school, um, he is our, our, our button guy and gets them made uh, with mm-hmm. the, the crew there at the high school that do such a good job. We went with a bigger button. It's it, normally they're 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 two point two five inches. The normal buttons are mm-hmm. are two point two five. This is a three inch. So we have a a three quarters of an inch bigger button. And you wouldn't think that'd be big. Uh, Debbie Larson and I we got the the boards when you go to you know the gas station mm-hmm. and they're all on the boards. We tested the the three inch before we made them to make sure they would fit. But the, the actual machines. Uh, we hadn't done this big button since uh, 1982. So 82 was the last time. So we got them out, oiled them up. Um, I think we got them uh, one more. We The committee helped and purchased a new machine so they could have two of the three-inch. And they made them. And initially they were like, whoa, these are huge. I mean, big, <laughs> big buttons. So it, it, was, it was a change. It was my idea, and everybody kind of they stayed with me as I tried to... Get everybody to agree to this because it's a pretty big change for a lot of people have, having the bigger buttons. But it's like herding cats. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah we herded <laughs> some cats. And, and uh, it's colorful. It's bigger. It's got the new improved stick figure, which people can't really tell. It's, there's nothing mm-hmm. really different. We've got, you know, Riley Freeland's art on there. We've got color day, night. We even have fireworks going off. So I'm, I'm as people know, I love buttons. Uh, I, I am the foremost expert on defeated Jesse James buttons in the world. Believe it or not, you <laughs> and ask he actually me anything. Is. Yeah, I've got them all. People, people will give me when I worked here, Jeff. Mm-hmm. I would go on air and talk about the buttons, and then people would bring their buttons into me. I, I, I got this bag of buttons, Tim. So I actually took them all. <laughs> I took them all and dumped them all out on a on a table uh-huh. and i bet you i, got, I have eight thousand buttons i mean Ooh, honest honest to goodness table. sandy would you say about eight thousand <laughs> yes this was another email that came <laughs> at like two in the morning i dumped them all out <laughs> my, my wife I, was gone for the week a <laughs> uh, weekend and i'm like okay i took them all out of the attic and i dumped all the bags and i face up and took a video to music going over all eight thousand with my camera and it is embarrassingly too many and th- buttons. these are all defeat days buttons? All defeat. Yes. Okay, all wow. defeat buttons. Yeah. She would have swept them up with a broom and dust pad and put them in the garbage dumpster. <laughs> she's tried. Yeah. Yeah, she's tried. I mean, they, they take up a lot of space. Tim did touch on that. The uh, special ed class out at the high school uh, puts together our buttons, and they've done that for many, it's many years. Time, yeah. Yeah. Great that's, partnership. That's a lot it of is. Yeah. It's, it's just yeah. a really great program, and, yep. and Jake O'Dell does just a wonderful job of keeping it all organized and... I don't know how he does it, I don't especially either. pulling, you know, because the, so I, I got to go make some of these buttons. I they actually, I was there when we were making the one through five and those are the ones that are auctioned. And so, you know, they're printed with the number on there. So Jake says, Tim, do you want to make number one? And it was a night where I was there making them. So I got good after a couple hours and, and I thought, you know, cause you can easily screw it up if you put it in wrong and the, the mm-hmm. little plastic doesn't go on. And, uh, we made number one. It is. It was great. We all, you know, Bridget took some pictures of number one being made, and that, of course, at the Joseph Lee Haywood banquet um, that Wednesday uh, will be auctioned off, and it's all framed. So, you know, I got to make number one. That was that was uh, mm-hmm. that was a big deal for me. I'm like, I designed <laughs> be, because the the buttons was kind of a a little bit bigger project this year, getting them done. The we actually got them out to the high school a little bit late for for yeah. the class. So they worked on them up until the end of the school year. 
and then they recruited committee members. Yep. We're running out of school out days. And yep. finish <laughs> making buttons. So. Yep. yep. And that, I, I had never done that before. I, I, I brought, I, I, this machine, this big piece of metal, and you got to crank it down to put the bottom and the top metal pieces together. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't working very well, and I, I ran home quick, and I got WD-40, and I sprayed it, <laughs> and then they were all, oh, that made a world of difference. Right. So, the, just, uh, Jeff, when we, we talk, and as you know, because you have been on the committee in the past, part of the JCs. Closer and, to and, the microphone there, Gail, and you're wandering off again. There we go. <laughs> Looking out the window. Squirrels are jumping by. Uh, and, you know, you know the number of hours. You've been on the committee. You've been mm-hmm. in the JCs when they were uh, part of it. Uh, thousands upon thousands upon thousands upon thousands of volunteer hours uh, that uh, people give of themselves to put this celebration on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I'm looking down the, I have the brochure here. They dropped them off the other day. I'm looking Mm -hmm. at uh, all the uh, committee, the officers and the people who are in charge of each of the events and such. And I know so many of them, but uh, there's a lot of new names on there with different organizations and the people from around the community are you know, taking and part in this and having a, a, a drop in the bucket share. for volunteers that oh, are yeah. listed on the brochure. These are just the people who are in charge in of charge the something. Uh, yeah. volunteers. And then they so. go out and recruit other volunteers mm-hmm. to and help them groups. put on their event. Plus, and, we hire, I think it's over 40 some different organiza- nonprofit organizations mm-hmm. in the Northfield community that. Uh, you know, make, we give make a donation funds. to. We yep. either give donations yep. to, or we hire them to help at events. Um, and it's, I think, we estimate the uh, nonprofit groups earn between 150 and 200 grand that we are aware of that weekend. We don't know exactly what yeah, the rest of them make, but right. yeah, they might be doing something outside <clears throat> of uh, defeat days. Well, and it's it's um, a lot of. Uh, Nonprofits number one fundraiser for mm-hmm. the year. So yeah, and all that money is just funneled right back into the community, right back into it. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. And uh, of course, you know, sponsorship. This is the seventy fifth anniversary, and mm-hmm. I know working with the uh, sponsors in the uh, past, uh, they they give. They give, you know. We have some tremendous sponsors in Tremendous sponsors, right? Yeah, without so them, you know, it wouldn't be. We yeah. wouldn't so exist. So we're. we're <laughs> As I always say, it's uh, the, the, the volunteers mm-hmm. and it's the sponsors. Because without either, we would have no celebration. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, but, we, you know, um, and back to uh, the events that we're having, our, our traditional full list of events from the carnival to the car show to, uh, you know, the fireman's bingo on Bridge Square and mm-hmm. the food booths and uh, so many other events that go on. But... Um, if you don't have a brochure, you can certainly go to DJG, DJJD.org and look it up on our website. Mm-hmm. In the meantime, if you're downtown, uh, they're everywhere now. You'll right. see them they all are. over. Yes. They did a good job of uh, distributing the uh, <laughs> the uh, brochures. I've seen them, it seems like, everywhere. But, uh, yeah, pop on in, take one, and make some plans, because it's going to be a, a big celebration this year. Uh, I'm sure our weather's going to be just picture perfect we got to pray for, and, for sunshine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, remember, I recall one year the Clydesdales were here, and it wasn't and so they sunny. They don't go out in the rain. No, <laughs> so so we, we need sun. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else we need to know about the sun? 75th anniversary what's going on this year i would just say make sure for the horseshoe hunt that uh, you register that button you know oh, just go, go to the website um to get the full prize of 2075 
Um, you have to have your button registered by the time we start. A lot of people try to register, you know, uh, on the last day. Uh, that doesn't work. If you don't have your uh, button and you find it, it's half. So you're going to get 1,075, roughly half. Mm-hmm. Yep. So get out there. People are registering their buttons like crazy. Uh, you buy those. Get get that so you can d- double your money. Double down. The buttons and the brochures are readily available. Yep. They're out about. I think now. we're going to have yes. a big year because just based on what I've been hearing about, you know, the the button sales that are happening already. I mm-hmm. I had talked to a business who had gotten buttons delivered on a Thursday and were already out of them by Saturday. Mm-hmm. And just the brochures. Um, because brochures, that's one of the things I do. Um, calls I've gotten for people with needing more brochures, they're going out like crazy. So there seems to be this really big interest this year. And I think yep. people are, are, after, you know, a few <clears throat> years of after COVID, and right, pe- people are COVID, ready yeah. to, to go back out. And and, and I, always, I always go behind behind the scenes on the website to watch. The traffic and traffic is up. I mean, we see. I, I'm seeing a nice daily increase in traffic mm-hmm. over last year, which, which went with COVID, it kind of reset that low. So it has been up in the last couple of years. So, yeah, it, it, it's all going to come down to that weather. If we there, have a beautiful weekend, it's we're we're going to be unstoppable. If we right, get sunny, right. sunny yes. skies. Yeah. There's always a lot of excitement, you know, building up to the celebration. But this year just feels different. It just feels like there's there's more enthusiasm and well, we've people cleared, are just we've ready. cleared 2020 yeah. and and people have been cautious in uh, you know uh, 21, 22, and and um, uh, we're ready to go here in 23. It's not. Well, yeah. looking forward to it. We want to. I know you guys got to get going, but thank you for well, taking some extended time. Yep, yeah, and you. I just want to take a moment, Jeff, to thank you uh, with your sponsorship uh, with you know with Jesse James Days mm-hmm. and that relationship we've had with uh, the radio station for many many years, and all that you give to us. And um, as as a business owner, we really appreciate your help and everything you do for us. So thank you. Well, thank you. Thank yep, you. That's my pleasure. Yep. Thanks again for joining us. Uh, really looking forward to the 75th anniversary of Defeat Days. Coming up, uh, you know, a month from today, I guess, mm-hmm. will be the uh, Grand Parade. The whole thing will be over with on September right, the 10th. Right. We'll yeah. Clydesdales uh, will be out here right, right outside your window loading up in the semi. All right. After the parade. Yep. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks again for thank coming. You. All right, yeah. thank thanks, you, Jeff. Jeff. Galen Malika, General Chair, along with Sandy Vesladal and Tim Freeland, uh, volunteers, key volunteers for the defeat of Jesse James Days and the 75th anniversary celebration. It's coming up September 6th through the 10th, right after Labor Day. And uh, take part in it and put it on your calendar.